Hello, everyone. Hey. Welcome to episode number 23. It seems like it's been like a month since we did an episode. I think it has been at least a month. We haven't been very, um, what's the word, consistent with these episodes lately, and I apologize for that. One of us wants to quit, and the other one won't let us quit. I'm the quitter in all facets we're, of life. We're about to, that's true. <laughs> you have been divorced twice. Anyway, we're about to start having somebody market for us, so that should help us. But anyway, we've just been really, really busy. We have been really busy, but that's not, you know, that's not an excuse because the previous year, whenever we were doing everything, um, we were doing episodes every two weeks. We were busy then too, and we just made time to do it. You know what the difference is? You didn't have major surgery last year though. That's true. You had major surgery and you didn't feel well and, you know, I was, and also I was fully staffed and I wasn't fully staffed. So we had more stuff going on this last three months. My my motivation has been waning lately, mm-hmm. I think. But I think I'm about to get it back because, like Rob said, we just um, had somebody volunteer to start do our start doing our marketing. So I'm so excited. You, your your ex- excitement was waning because we wasn't growing as fast as you thought we would. Not not just that. It's just that I, I mean, think we're it, just doing a yes. We're growing slower than I thought, but it's going to pay off in 25 years. <laughs> At the pace we're going, 25 years from now, we're going to have like a thousand listeners. So as soon as Rob dies, we yes. are on the gravy In train. fact, my plan is to die during the podcast. Oh, during the podcast? That'll really increase the listens because somebody will actually die on air mm-hmm. and people will know what death is like. And I can, while I'm dying, I can say, what, I can explain what I see. Oh. Is it going to be a white light or a red light? <laughs> Probably a red blinking light. So... Please don't. <laughs> please don't do that. Okay, that would suck so bad. Anyway, sorry. I I know that there are probably about one and a half of you out there that are really waiting for our episodes every two weeks, and I'm sorry we haven't been delivering. Yeah, and yeah. there's like one person that really loves us, but then there's a person that you know kind of loves half us. the time. They there's really at least two. I know there's two people for sure <laughs> that really love us: your cousin and Layla. Yeah, and then Katie. There's three. I just named mm-hmm. off three people. Your sister, there's four. Your mom, that's five. We got oh. at least five people. My mom doesn't even listen, Rob. What are okay. you talking about? Well, screw your mom then. Okay, so we're recording this differently. So I think as you're listening to this, you're going to hear me in your left ear and you're going to hear Rob in your right ear. Mm-hmm. So I would really like some feedback on whether or not you like that. Yes. Um, because, uh, I mean, it's it's easier for me to record this way because, uh, I don't know, because there's one track instead of two and the, the editing is easier. But if it's annoying, I don't want to do it. So please let me know. Uh, email us at unchecked.af at gmail.com. Okay, let's get started. All right. So what are we going to talk about, Rob? So we're going we're gonna to talk about, since we just got back from the uh, Dominican Republic, we are going to talk make this episode about that. How we decided to go where we went, um, what we did, how we checked on it, uh, feedback about the resort, stuff we did, and that kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think we should talk about how important it is to go on vacation as a couple. Yes. Not a married couple, just a couple. Yeah. So if you're in a long-term relationship with someone, I think, and other people might have differing opinions, of course, but... I think that it's really important to go on vacation together, you know, at least, I mean, if you can do it once a year, I know it's not financially feasible for everyone, 
But if you can do it once a year, please do that because it's really good for you. It's good for your relationship. It doesn't have to be expensive. Mm-mm. There's nothing to say that has to be expensive. You want me to give the stat? Sure. Give me the stat. Okay. So the important, imp- God damn it. The importance of vacationing together as a couple. So 63% of couples believe that travel helps couples stay together longer. Okay. So yeah. not married couples, just couples in general. Okay. The, the next stat is 72% of married respondents say that talking and reconnecting is an important reason to vacation together. And where did that come from? That came from <laughs> uh, travelus.org. <laughs> okay. So that's that's the only research but, we actually did for this episode. Yes. So and and I think the reason on the on the when you go on vacation, usually it's just you and your spouse or you and your partner, right? So that gives you, there's no outside noise. There's nothing you have to do. You don't take care of any kids. You don't have to clean the kitchen. You don't have to do anything. And if it's just you two, there's the trip there you can talk. If you're flying, you can, fly, you can talk on the plane. Um, when you get there, at night before you go to bed, if you're sitting at the pool, whatever it is, you can kind of just start talking like you did before because there's nothing to stop you from talking unless you just don't want to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how you can, an easy way to reconnect, even if it's just for a weekend. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a full week. I mean, if you if you can afford it, cool. And if you can't afford like a real vacation, I think I've mentioned this before, you know, do a staycation, but you have to like unplug. That's the important part. Um, so whenever I go on vacation, I leave my laptop um, at home. I don't I don't take my laptop with me. I don't answer email. I don't even look at my emails. I know they're on my phone, but I don't look at them. And um, I just completely disconnect from work. And that's what I, I tell my employees too. You know, I'm like, you guys mm-hmm. should do this. You know, whenever you go on vacation, pretend like work doesn't exist because you need that time to recharge. So, I mean, even if you're not a part of a couple or, you know, you're not a part of a relationship, it's still really important to have time away from work so that you have that time to just refresh and recharge. And I actually think it makes me more productive when I come back because I feel good and like energetic again and I'm ready to, you know, take on the world. I didn't answer one work text or call. Good. I checked my work thing one time only. Yeah. And I think I was like, are you looking at work? Yeah. You caught me. Yeah. But it was a very important thing to look at. So. <laughs> Other yeah. than that, that was it. That's yeah. the first time ever. Usually I, usually I answer texts. I told, I told everybody in my work, I'm not going to answer your text. Yeah. So it's really important. Just unplug, get away from work, and have some time together if you're part of a couple. Have some time together. And, I mean, a lot of times we'll go on vacation with friends of ours, and we get the same benefit um, because we, you know, we're still unplugged from work, and we get to hang out and have fun and laugh and just have a good time and relax. And forget about the real world for just a little while. Yeah, even if you go on vacation with another couple, your your alone time is a little bit less sometimes because you know sometimes they might do something different. But the time where you connect is the time in the morning before you go eat breakfast, and then at night when you come back from eating dinner, mm-hmm. um, that's when you can reconnect. Even if you're with another couple, so you can take another couple with you. You just need the the time that you have alone is when you need to use your that time to talk or whatever it is you need to do sex talk whatever (laughs) talk have sex Mm -hmm. whatever you can have sex and talk at the same time and get done faster bam see you done so let's talk about um how did we 
how do we find the place or how do we even decide? So we ended up going to um, the Dominican Republic, uh, Punta Cana. That's where you wanted to go. Um, we went to the Majestic Mirage Resort there. Um, it turned out to be a really nice place. Um, yeah, I just didn't want to go because I think I may have mentioned this before Ten on the podcast uh, that Rob loves Cancun. Cancun. That's his it. favorite place to go. But mm-hmm. I just have, I'm a little burnt out on Cancun. I'm ready to go to other places in the world. So we tried to find another place. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rob really loves the all-inclusive resort it's thing. awesome. Because um, for lots of reasons. Why? You go ahead and tell. Uh, well, all-inclusive I like uh, for a few reasons. One, your cost is paid up front. So you know when you get there, you don't have to worry about how much, how much food costs, how much drinks cost, how much it costs to do whatever, because that's all included. Yeah, you don't get hit with a bunch of unexpected expenses, right? So you just, right? Bring, you just bring tip money. And yeah. so basically you... You spend all your time planning the vacation and finding where you want to go. When you get there, you don't have to worry about it. You can eat whatever you want. You can drink whatever you want. 24-hour room service. You can stay on the resort or leave the resort. Either way, if you leave the resort, you have more fees. But if you stay on the resort, all you have to do is have tip money. Yeah. Nothing costs money. Yeah. Well, on the- Per se. like You got to buy extras like a bathing suit or if you get something. But other than that, everything's free. Yeah, so the that that is a good thing, and and you can like eat and drink as much as you want, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean, because whenever we're on vacation, we actually do drink a lot. A lot. I know that's probably shocking to so, all of you. So what I do when we figure out where we want to go, with the city that we want to go to, the first thing I do is I Google the top ten resorts, adults only, in that city or you know, that area. Because usually we go with just us. And yeah. we have taken the kids before. And um, but even when we go with another couple, well that we do the same thing. We have them we have them pick their resorts, we pick our resorts, and then we put them together and then we decide on which one we all like together. Like we did that one time. Remember? Yeah. Um but yeah. Whenever and whenever we go without children, we don't want to see other people's children right. on vacation. We'll get That's, into that later. <laughs> oh, will we? Yes. <laughs> okay. So uh, once I pick the top 10, then I go to YouTube and I put in the first one. I just Google Majestic Mirage. And then there's always at least 10 or 15 videos of people that went there that show, they give you a tour of the resort or the room. What I found is there's a guy named James Coolest, C-O-O-L-I-S-T, who went to Cancun, who just happened to go to Punta Cana. He spent 30 days in Putacana or 35 days in Putacana. He stayed at eight different resorts. And out of those eight, I think six of them were on our list. So he gave us a detailed review of each resort. So that helped us narrow it down some. So that's, and so we do that first. Then you make a spreadsheet. Yeah. To, so Rob does a lot of the upfront research because um, he, I like, like it. he likes to do that. And I don't like to do that because I'm usually pretty busy. Um, so he he kind of narrows it down to kind of a handful of places. And then, at least this time, we made a spreadsheet. I made a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and listed out all of the things that were important to us. Right. So What like, we had to have and what we didn't need. Yeah. So um, let me see. I've got this spreadsheet pulled up here. So um, we listed out things like, uh, is there an option for an upgraded section? Um, because a lot of the resorts will have like... Uh, you know, like 
you know, like two or three different sections where, you know, you can pay more to be on the kind of upper level and you'll get extra things like a butler or, you know, And a lot of times those include uh, premium liquors. Yeah. And a Um, private restaurant. Yes. And then, um, let's see, I put down, you know, is there liquor in the room? Because we really like to go back to our room and have some drinks. Are there snacks in the room? Does it have a swim out? That's that's a really cool feature. Uh, we didn't actually end up going for it this time, but that's such a cool feature. Um, do they have a hot tub jacuzzi? You know, number of restaurants. That's that's to me the number of restaurants. The number of restaurants should be as close to how many days you're staying as possible to me for me. So if there's five to six restaurants, that's good. If there's only three, that makes it iffy for me because then I have to eat someplace twice. Twice, twice, twice. <laughs> twice, twice. So I don't want to eat at some, some place. Like there's three restaurants. You have to eat each restaurant twice. That's sick. And then you have another meal. So one of them, you got to go three times. Rob really likes variety. I love variety. Like if we go to a restaurant and there's some sort of, if there's anything with the name platter, <laughs> which means that it's going to be like a lot of food with, like a whole bunch of different uh-huh, things. Uh-huh. He he will order that seafood platter, yes. poo poo platter, yeah. He will rib platter. Yeah. He will order the platter that has all the different things. And so whenever he goes on vacation, he likes lots of restaurant choices. Yes, I could actually probably eat the same thing every day if it was a good thing. No, so I, I can't do that. Not get, as important. It gets to me. boring. Yeah. So we had this whole like list of things, you know, as as far as like the things that were important to us and. um and then we listed out all the hotels and whether or not they had those things. And then we did a, uh, what did you call it? How we did a... We did a bracket. So yeah. we had our top 10, I believe. So then we just picked one. We just picked two. To go like head to, to head. To head to head. And we went down the list. And then whichever one, we, whichever one we liked the best, the other one got thrown away. And then we took the one that we liked the best and then picked another one, whichever one. And then just kept moving along. If that one happened to make it all the way to the end, that's the one we picked. I would like to say that I think that planning a vacation is fun. It is. Like it's not it's not just the vacation part that's fun, but it's also like the planning phase and like the anticipation. I think it's always really important to have something to look forward to. Uh-huh. And I think like just the whole act of planning the vacation and especially doing it together is just fun and It it took us it took us about I think at the, it took us about three weeks of serious doing it. Yeah. But I started doing it about eight weeks ahead, just kind of looking, you know, just like ballparking and looking at one. And then I got, as it got closer and closer and closer to when we had to make the decision, then mm-hmm. I, then I did a lot more. Yeah. And, and I mean, of course, one of the big things that we have to look at is price too, because I mean, you can find places that are, they will hit every single one of your of the things on your wish list, right. but they'll be like prohibitively expensive. So yeah, so you need to come up with this is our so, so you can say like six thousand dollars is our total we can spend, including flight tickets. So that takes a bunch of amount right there. So if you have a, and you stick to that budget, and you try to find what fits into your budget, even if you find one that's over your budget, you got to just to make the vacation less stressful. You have to stick in your budget. Yeah, and that's the hard part for me. Yes, that's the hard part. I for like you. to pretend like I'm rich and do all the things that I want to do. Because you wanted the castle one so I bad. I wanted to go. And it was like $2,000 over our budget. I wanted to go to the goddamn castle, you guys. Oh my gosh. If I ever get a huge bonus, I'm going to that castle. 
it, it was a real, it's a castle, like an actual castle that, that was built yeah. a long time ago that they've reached, they've changed into this resort. Oh, it was amazing. I don't remember which one that was called. But it's in Eden it Rock, awesome. Eden Rock, Dominican Republic. So if you just yeah. do that, you'll find it. That was so cool. But that was out of our budget. Yep. So it fell off the list, unfortunately. Um, so anyway, we ended up with at the Majestic Mirage. And um, we, um, so let's talk about our trip. Okay. Well, first I booked it through American Airlines Vacation. So uh, that way it was easier to book the flight and the the resort all at one time instead of doing the resort first, then finding the flight. Because when I booked it, it had the list of the flights on there, how much it costs, either regular or first class, and the times that it flew. So when I just clicked on it, everything was done. I didn't have to go do the resort, then come back and find a flight. Yeah. So sometimes it's easier just to do it that way so you get it out of the way. Mm -hmm. So that's how we did it. We booked the flight and the resort together. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we we haven't ever been to the Dominican Republic before, and we found that a couple things were a little bit different. One of them was that um, the hotel doesn't try or doesn't arrange your transportation. Like usually the hotels that we're at, they'll arrange. I mean, it's still a fee you have to pay for it, but they'll arrange the transportation for you. Yes. But um, at the Dominican Republic, they don't do that. That's like not a thing. So we had to find a company to do the transportation. Palace for Resorts, us. they it's free if you're a member. Well, at least in Mexico it is. Yeah, in Mexico it's free. That's included yeah. if you like Rich and Susan had to pay because they wasn't members. Yeah, if you're right. yeah, if you're a member that'll yeah. but I mean most places you're not gonna be a member at. So um you have to pay for your stuff. But you can usually get it through the hotel, at least in Mexico. But here um you have to kind of just find a company. So I I'm part of a travel group on Facebook and saw some recommendations. So we found a place that was reputable and um it was reasonable it was like 65 dollars i think for a round trip so to take us and it was private mm -hmm. you know we didn't have to share with anyone so to take us from the airport to the hotel and then back from the hotel to the airport yeah also let me add that part of our criteria when we searched is when you do the reviews we we said that we didn't want anything that was lower than like 4.3 out of five stars i mean 4.3 out of five in the rating thing so that also helped us narrow down the, because if you don't if you don't have criteria and stick with it, you're going to have a whole bunch of resorts. You have to narrow it down, and so uh, if you do like a higher review rating, then you know that the place is going to be a lot better. Because especially if they have a thousand reviews, yeah, it's harder to get it's harder to get a, a low score mm -hmm. that many reviews. Yeah, so um, we took our flight. We did first class this time. Um, it was nice. I liked it. Food was good. It was like, actually like, it was really good. Actually. It was, um, surprisingly good. And it was an omelet. And it wasn't there. like crazy expensive either to add first class. I mean, I don't, I don't remember. Uh, it was, what, uh, how, how much $700 more for both of us total. Okay. Yeah. Which isn't insane. Um, cause you actually get a seat that your fat, butt, my, like my fat, butt. I got a fat butt. Uh, it fits in the seat, which is nice. But again, it and was there's in, like extra room. It was within our budget. Yeah. Our budget was whatever it was, and with first class, I think it was like it ended up being a hundred dollars over, and that's that's not that big of a deal. If it would have been way more, we would have we would have flew regular. Yeah. Um. So it, it was just really, I really love flying first class. It's amazing. Um. Do it at least once. Do like, it at least once. Yeah. I mean, like it just it gives you a seat that feels good. Um. It's only two. You're not. 
squeezed in there. Yeah, you're sitting, you know, just two to the row. They're leather. Yeah, and um, just I mean, and you get all the extras. You know, they give you drinks. They make sure it's food. on a long. Make sure it's on a longer flight so you get the benefits of a meal. Mm-hmm. Like three hours or longer, you'll get a meal. If it's two hours, you're gonna get a drink. Yeah. So when we flew there, we got breakfast. When we flew back, we got lunch. Um, and warm nuts. Yes. And bread. Mm-hmm. And all the drinks we wanted. They kept asking if we wanted more drinks. Yeah. Like, Why aren't you drinking more? Like, no, we already drank out. Well, yeah, on the way back, my, my tummy was a little bit messed up. I think I ate something that didn't agree with me a couple days before, so I was not feeling drink. But anyway, on our way there, um, it was a good time. It, it we, Our flight got a little bit delayed, but it wasn't terrible. Mm. Um, like about maybe 45 minutes or so. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. Ended we up. actually landed like 10 minutes late. Yeah, so... Um, then whenever we got there, we found out that the weather was so much better than the weather that we've experienced in Cancun, mm-hmm. which has been, was awesome. So it was like 85 during the day and like 75 at night. And there was usually a breeze. I mean, like if you were like stuck out, like in the sun, in a place where there was no breeze, then it was really hot. Like, really, really hot because you're so close to the equator. But for the most part, there was usually a breeze, mm-hmm. and it wasn't that you like, uncomfortable. You like the breeze. Yeah. It was It was great. And I'm, like, a really fucking hot, sweaty person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, I was fine. Also, a thing I noticed different between Cancun and Punta Cana is when we landed. It seemed, so we landed at 240, and we went through customs checked our bags and all that stuff and got to the resort, which is 20 minutes away by 420. Yeah, it was really so fast. So it seemed like it was way faster. Cancun seems like it takes longer for some reason. Uh, so that is another important thing to keep in mind too. You don't want to spend all your vacation either going from the airport to the resort or in the, in the airport. So Punta Cana is probably an hour faster from the time you land to get out than it was in Cancun. And it was busy. It was really busy. Yeah, that they it was like super fast. We got through really quickly and got to the resort. Um, then whenever we, we got there, we had, uh, we purchased the upgraded club room. level. Yeah. It was like, so that we got the club level and adults only. Yes. And adults only. And so that meant that we got a Butler, um, which sounds super fancy if you've never had a Butler before, but, um, we actually were a little bit disappointed. Yeah, he got off to he got off to a bad start in the butler service. Yeah, he got off to a bad start compared to where we've been before. Yeah, well, and that's only because, I, like, I don't want to sound like a spoiled asshole or anything, uh, but that was only because last year and the year before we went to this place called LeBlanc in Cancun, and they have like it's like the number one rated resort in Cancun, and um, it's just amazing, like over the top crazy service yeah everybody gets a butler there yeah but but the service is crazy good there um here it's like you you had to know what to ask for in order to get something from your butler right um which was fine because we like knew you know that we could ask for things but like we talked to this really sweet lady from uh where was she from west virginia was mm-hmm. she from West Virginia? Yeah. With the kids? Uh, yeah. Yeah. With um, the teenagers. Yeah. She had no idea what to do with the butler. She was just like, I don't even know what he's for. Um, because they don't like offer up. That, that, was, that was one of the big differences between the service um, that we've noticed is that they don't like offer up a lot of stuff. Right. You have to like ask for it and then they're happy to do it. But they didn't like 
just say, hey, here are all the things that I could do for you. So the good, the thing about, I know it sounds fancy to get a butler, but what that all, what that does is, because when you go to a resort, a lot of times there's two or three restaurants at the resort where you have to make reservations. So what the butler's supposed to do, you say, hey, I want to eat at the Italian place and the French place or the Japanese place. I don't care what nights. Will you please make reservations for me and let me know? Then you can go do your thing. The butler will go make your reservations or call whatever he does, and then he tells you later, hey, this is when you're going to eat dinner, and you don't have to worry about it. Just one less thing you have to worry about so you can just enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or they could make uh, like spa reservations right. for you or anything like that. Or Unpack your bag for you. Pack your bag for you. Yeah. So yeah. the big thing, though, that we um, – because our butler, he, he told us, he told us, if you want to make reservations, go over here. Right. Um, which we know he could have made the reservations for us, but he didn't offer. And we went over there, and he goes, "Oh, your brother can do that for you." And he said, "Well, we said, well, he told us to come over here, so that that guy had to do the reservations for us." Yeah, so um, so he wasn't like insanely helpful, but he was very nice anytime I asked for anything. Yes. So, um, you know, our room. Okay, so one of the things is is that it's super humid. I mean, obviously it's a tropical environment, um, but this like Dominican Republic is like crazy humid Mm -hmm. and I think it must be really hard for them to keep the rooms um, from getting like mildew. Mildew smell. Yeah. The smell of being of being like when you have a towel hanging up somewhere or moisture in the air but you don't have any air circulating you get that musky smell that's what the room smelled like. Yeah and um, it was yeah, it was pretty strong whenever we got to the room. Um, the room was beautiful. It's not like they're not cleaning it. They're cleaning yeah, it. Every yeah. day they come in and you can tell the floor has been mopped. They, you know, everything's been wiped down. It's very, very clean, but it still has a smell to it. And so I did message our butler through WhatsApp and I was like, our room smells. And so he had a dehumidifier brought in and then he also s- sprayed some uh, like aromatherapy stuff in the room. And that made it a lot better. So um, he was he did that, and then he also brought us some uh, club soda because I like to drink my vodka with club soda, um, which club soda doesn't usually come in the mini bar, mini bar there. Mm-hmm. So you know the things that we did ask for, he did, but it's just like you don't get just like crazy good service. Yeah, and the and the, and the, the one thing I don't like about the resort, it, it says on there premium liquors stock daily. Okay, that was a lie. You get one bottle. At this resort, you got one bottle of liquor. You had to pick which bottle you wanted, and it had to last you the whole week. Well, we almost drank the whole bottle in two nights, <laughs> but we true. didn't make it last. And we were all supposed to get a bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. Which we did. did. But he, you had to ask for it. No, 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 oh, no. Oh, he no. did give it to us? He okay. gave it to us without asking. Yeah. I didn't ask for that. So We did, we did not get our welcome gift, however. Right, we didn't get our welcome gift. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, like, I don't know, first world problems, right? Like... You know, but when, but you go, when you go on vacation, especially if you only go on vacation once a year, um, and you go someplace and it advertises all the stuff that they give you, then really it's not being spoiled. It's just being what you pay, what getting what you paid for. Yeah. That's all it is. And you want vacation, you want to feel different on vacation than you do when you do a staycation or stay at home. That's so true. you want to get pampered a little bit. Because I, I do not have a butler in real life. Right. I mean, I know that. That's why you tip. My kids think I'm rich and that I'm made of money, but I'm not. That's why you and tip. I, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So um, let's see. So that was the butler and getting there. What else? Uh, the food. So one of the reasons why we picked that uh, resort is that the food 
was supposed to be really, really good. Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. And I was a little bit disappointed in the quality of the food, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so this resort had a steak restaurant, a Japanese restaurant, a French restaurant, an Italian restaurant, and a seafood restaurant for dinner. Mm-hmm. The first night we got there, we had steak, which tasted like it was cooked in a frying pan. It was, it was not great. I, I was really disappointed in the quality of the steak. Um, it just, it, it didn't have any flavor. And then uh, we ate at the Italian restaurant for dinner, which was not very that good. I didn't think either. No, it wasn't good at all. It wasn't very Italian. No, but all the breakfast, like breakfast and lunch everywhere we ate was delicious. The, um, so they had a Japanese hibachi. It was okay. It was okay, but the, nothing special. The food was okay. Oh, well, do we want to talk about my let's, worst experience? So let's do that part now. So let me. I'll, let me. Do, so you know, when you go to hibachi, they they basically do the same thing. They take the egg on the spatula and they crack it and they make like a little heart or whatever. Okay, this guy didn't do that. He made a heart out of the rice and he did a little spinny of the of the knives. But he didn't even do the egg. He didn't do the onion choo-choo train that they always do. <laughs> the volcano where you light it and big flame and all that. He didn't do any of that. I think we had a new guy. So, yeah, basically we, we got like a brand new guy because he kept looking over to his right at the chef to his right. And it felt like he was trying to keep time with that guy. Yes. Because he would kind of slow himself down or speed himself up depending on what he saw to his right. <clears throat> so um, the, sh- the show, like, and there were... I think there were some chefs there that were amazing. Yeah, because they were yelling and clapping. Yes, there were there were tables where people were like clapping constantly, and uh, we just we didn't get that experience, unfortunately. So they put us in this little room, probably eight by six. It was so small, and the table, you know, is is U shaped, and and, the, and you and know, the when cook you, is in between the table. And when you go to hibachi, it's not just you, right? You know, you're you're sitting at a table with. Ever, however many strangers. In this case, it was two different families. Three of one, one had three. The other one had three, and it was me and Lena. Then, Lena, take it away. <laughs> it was just. It was a really small room, first of all, and the air conditioning. That was sucks at the n- resort. Non-existent. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it actually sucked at mo- most of the places in the resort, but especially in this tiny little box that we were in for hibachi. It was so small, and there was no airflow. And I was already feeling a little bit of anxiety because that's just me as a person. I'm just anxiety ridden anyway. And um, I was wearing something that I wasn't 100% comfortable in because I'm still trying to get used to like my new mm-hmm. body and stuff. You're, you're a braless. And yeah, I wasn't wearing a, well, I wasn't wearing a bra because I didn't, I was wearing a white dress and I didn't bring a freaking bra though it was the right color to wear with the strapless dress and so i was wearing no bra and so i was a little bit uncomfortable with that although it looks fine i mean like i just had surgery on my boobs and they're just like right exactly where they belong so they don't need a bra anyway but um i was a little bit just nervous about that just because you know i'm not used to going braless in a white dress you couldn't see my nipples by the way mm-hmm. it had like double layers no. of you were stuff not, you were, on the- you were dressed sexy but not over the top sexy not like yeah a i mean i was sexy but you were definitely dressed sexy yeah yeah it was uh, sexy but not uh, sexier than anybody else in that little tiny room yeah but it wasn't too like crazy over the top 
I actually on vacation, you guys, I bought new clothes and um, I bought new dresses and my dresses were so pretty. I got lots of compliments on them. We'll post some pictures on our Facebook page. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Um, anyway, so I'm wearing this dress I'm not 100% comfortable in. Um, I just got out of the shower because I ended up having to like rush around for some reason to get ready. And so my hair was still a little bit damp. Could be overslept in our nap. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and so we go in to Hibachi. We're the, fir- we're, we're the, the last people there. Everybody else is already there. And we sit down and there's this lady sitting like directly across from me. With Hispanic. The family. So um, I might have had something to do with it. Oh, I what? Go, keep going. They'll get it when they tell the story. Um. Anyway, so yeah, the family's sitting right across from us. So it's a lady who's sitting in the middle with her husband to her right and her mother to her left. Um, and she... The mother was about, had to be at least 80 because she was in a... A, one of those drive yourself wheelchairs. Yeah. Very old. I, I thought she was asleep at first. And the lady in the middle just was looking at me like she hated me. And I, like, at first I was like, kind of out of the corner of my eye. I'm thinking, mm, I think this lady's staring at me. And so then I looked like directly at her and I see she is staring at me and she's giving me a very ugly look. And so I thought, well, maybe she just doesn't realize what an ugly fucking look she has on her face. So let me smile at her and try to make friends. And so I smiled at her and she continued to hold eye contact with me and give me a really shitty, ugly look. Yeah. And that made you start sweating, I'm sure. Yes. that. So that kicked my anxiety into high gear. Not only was it like probably 85 degrees, at least in this room, and then... I have a lady that's mean mugging me the whole time. And you were sitting in the corner. Yes. I'm sitting in the corner. There's no airflow. My hair's already damp, which tends to make me more sweaty anyway. If I'm if I get hot and my hair's already wet, it makes me even hotter. And so like throughout the whole meal, as this really crappy chef is just doing his thing, I just like keep sweating. And sweating, and it gets worse. It was kind of funny, because every time I look over at you, it was like the scene in Airplane, when the guy's <laughs> driving the thing, and he's sweating so bad that he's got windshield wipers on his glasses. <laughs> every time I would look over at you, I saw more sweat, and I was like, holy shit. Like, and then you had on a white I know. dress. I was like, I wonder if it's going to be see-through now, because there's just sweat pouring down between your breasts. I know. It was Every terrible. three minutes, I look over, and be like, holy crap. I, don't even, I didn't know how long you could make it, really. You made, you made it way longer than I thought. I, I did think about just leaving several times, but I was like, is that going to be weird? You know, like just to get yeah. up and leave? Uh, so I was like, okay, as soon as this guy stops cooking and like basically says he's done, I'm out. I got to go. And I'm sorry you didn't get to eat all your food, Rob. I was fine. God, that was the most uncomfortable so thing ever. As soon as he got done cooking the salmon, we ate a little bit of it and Lena's like, let's go. So we just got up and left. And then about 10 minutes later, everybody else came out after we did. Oh God, it was terrible. That was like the most, that was the uh, most anxiety ridden dinner experience of my whole life. It was terrible. So let's talk about, um, let's talk about the the shows. Oh, the shows. Yeah. Okay. So, um, most resorts have the same kind of shows. Yes. Yeah. If you go to like an all inclusive resort thing, almost every single night they have some sort of entertainment. And um, from what we've seen over the years at the resorts in Cancun, it's basically the same stuff every night. So they're 
Like every single place has a Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. There's yes. always Michael Jackson. Um, there's usually some sort of. Um, there's a Jersey Boys uh, who does the Jersey Bo- yeah. 60s, 70s music. We've seen the circus. Right. Uh, like, a, like a kind of like Cirque de Soleil kind of thing. Usually a rock, a rock night. Yeah. Um, and this one had a disco night, mm-hmm. um, which we don't see everywhere, but right. you know, I think we have seen before. So yeah, there's there's always some sort of entertainment at night. I will say that this particular resort had the best production value I've ever seen at any resort ever. Yeah, especially Even, especially the Michael Jackson guy. That was like yeah. top class. Top uh, class. Top class. <laughs> High class. High class. High top class. high class. Uh, the production value was good. The videos they showed was good. His dancing was better than the Cancun Michael Jackson, for sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was awesome. And then we found out that the other nights, it was all the same people just doing different things. Like yeah. the disco night was the same singers. Latin night was the same singers. Yeah, the same singers yeah. and basically in the same dance crew. Right. Um. So, yeah, but they were really good. Yeah, it was really, really good. Um, and it's free mm-hmm. and you get drinks while you watch that too. And that one's under the thing. It had ceiling fans. So that was actually the coolest place in the whole resort. Yeah. It was really nice. Cause at the, at night, especially it's so nice because there's like always a breeze and yeah, under this thing, there were, there were like these big ceiling fans and it was amazing. I loved it. And another thing that we like to do when we go to resorts is we like to have the pools to have swim up bars so you don't have to get out of the water. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one actually had four different pools. So it had a family pool. So what we did, we booked a place and I misread it, I think. I thought the adults and the kids was going to be more separated. Like, would there be a restaurant where adults could go? Because um, usually we'll go to like an adult. No kids allowed at all anywhere. Yeah, like an adult only resort where there are no kids so, at all. Yeah, so but this, this resort one, yeah, had an adult section. Yeah, which is quite different. Which sucked because Italian night, when we went to the Italian restaurant, that one family had a kid that would not stop crying. And that was just like, holy shit. That's mm-hmm. why we don't go anywhere with kids. And they wouldn't take them out of the restaurant. And finally they did. They got yeah. quiet. So but anyway, I mean, it was like a good, I mean, like a good 20 minutes where we were listening to a kid scream. So the only restaurant where kids wasn't allowed was the French restaurant, was, was, which was uh, 12 and over. But they had four pools. Three of the pools were adults only. And they had a swim-out bar. And the other pool was a family pool. That, that's where all the activity was. They had a swim-out bar. So I like, I got that from Richard, actually. I didn't really care before. But Richard's like, I got to have a swim-up bar. So ever since then, because you can just get in the water, go get your drink, you can sit there and drink in the water, or you can just walk to the pool and get more drink. You never have to get out of the water. That's mm-hmm. awesome. That is a nice little perk. So I like that part of the thing. And then... Uh, Some of the st- the activities that they had at the pool were fun. We did our very first ever foam party. Right. That was so much fun. Yeah, that was so pretty fun. So much fun. Yeah, so they take, uh, there's like this huge, like, it looks like a cannon. It's like a bubble machine that blows bubbles out into the pool, and it turns the pool into like this big bubble bath. And then they have music on, mm-hmm. they've got dancers, and then they play games, and it was so much fun. Yeah, that was pretty fun. I like that Yeah, one. we weren't even going to go over there because we weren't in that section of the pool, but we heard the music. And um, I looked over. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a foam party. And then 
Rob was kind of like, eh. But I was like, let's go over and just look at it. Yeah, because I was going to be almost over. Then we got in the pool. And so we went over there and we were like looking at it. And then we were like, okay, let's get in. And it was so cool. So the cool thing about this resort is, so like a lot of resorts, you have two or three different pools. And the pools are either round or rectangular or square. And you and you go to the pool and you stay there and then you can't do anything else. This one, all the pools, all four pools were long, winding pools that like went under bridges. They had like little sections you could go to. Uh, I think all of them had a bridge going across them. Mm-hmm. So you could start at one end of it and you could walk halfway down the resort to the where the where the bar was so you could get in steps instead of being in a big round thing you could walk up and down i liked that part of it too i didn't think i would like it at first but i did like it once we got there i liked it too because whenever i'm on vacation i do try to get some exercise because my metabolism sucks so bad i think i may have told you guys about that um, it sucks really, really bad. And so if I don't get some exercise while I'm on vacation and eating more than usual and drinking more than usual, then I'll just come mm. back like 10 pounds heavier. And that that makes me unhappy when I get back from vacation. So um, the cool thing about these pools is they were so long that it gave me a lot of space right. to walk. And so Rob and I, we would just like walk up and down, up and down. I mean, we would do it for like an hour at a time. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't even feel like you're really exercising, but you are because the resistance from the water, it like really, you know, gives you a lot of exercise. And so... um, You can walk and drink at the same time. (laughs) Yeah. Usually uh, in the daytime, I usually try to start out with at least a couple bottles of water before I start drinking. Um, So I'll usually do that. But yeah, it was was great. So another thing too, at most every resort, every resort is going to have one place that you find after a couple of days that is... Awesome. So what we found was yeah. the coffee shop. Yes. Because the coffee shop, well, you can get coffee and they had healthy shakes, but they also had croissant sandwiches and they had cookies and donuts and stuff like that. Uh, we found that was better for our snacks mm-hmm. than the little section that we had because we had the club section where they had like little tiny sandwiches, which they labeled wrong. Like they labeled one was <laughs> turkey and it was actually ham or roast beef or whatever it was. But the, the little coffee shop there, usually every resort has a coffee shop. Yeah, that usually has better food than anywhere else. Yeah, snacks. That that is true. Because uh, so one of the upgrades that we got with the package that we got was this. You know, we upgraded to club level, and it had these, um, like, it had this club that you could go into uh, that gave you like free snacks all day long um, if you wanted them. But it really wasn't that great. It said drinks. I thought we could go in and get alcoholic drink, like drink drinks, but all they had was beer, wine, and. Just tiny little sandwiches, and yeah, it was not very good. Yeah, it wasn't great. But the coffee shop, yes. Rob is right. That coffee shop was good. It had some of the best iced coffee I've ever had, and it was just I just got like iced coffee with soy milk added to it. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. And then every snack that we had from there was amazing. The ham, the ham, yeah, the croissants, the ham sandwiches, the cookies, all that was good. Mm-hmm. That was one of our favorite places to go. We stopped going to the club level thing, and we went there for snacks before we got ready for dinner. Yeah. So I would say if if you decide to take a vacation of Majestic Mirage, I would say that the upgrade to club level, or level, I can't even talk, level isn't actually worth it because the only thing that you get extra is access to those clubs that I just talked about, which it wasn't really worth it. And then the butler, which... Actually, didn't do a whole, whole lot for us. Right. So we've been at resorts before, like when we stayed at Breathless, 
And if you've got the upgraded level, you had your own private pool that nobody else could go to. Here, you can stay in the you can stay in the family section if you're an adult and you can go into any pool that you want. So you don't really get any so you're you're right. The extra butler service thing and the things you get, it's not worth the I think we paid an extra total, like a hundred dollars a night. So that was seven hundred dollars extra just to be in that adults only section. Because mm-hmm. that was some of that's my fault because I thought we I thought it said that we had a we had a restaurant that we could use and no kids were allowed, which was wrong. Yeah, whenever we did go to that one that you're talking about, Breathless, um, that was one of the best resorts we've been to, and it did have a full restaurant that was just for the people that were in that section, and that restaurant was good. And their club level, you could go to for snacks. They actually had alcohol mm-hmm. that you could get drinks at, and that the other people. I didn't pay for the upgrade, couldn't go to. So that made it a little bit more special. And it was like premium alcohol. Premium, not, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. So I would say at this particular resort, the upgrade not isn't worth it. worth it. Let's talk about the beach. Um, What'd you think about the beach? I was a little disappointed in the beach. Um, I mean, I knew it wasn't just going to be like a perfect beach. Well, the first day we went for a walk, it wasn't that bad. It was, it was okay. But a lot of that has... To, only to do with the seaweed, which the resort absolutely cannot um, control. Yeah, and, and they, they can get it off the beach, but they can't get it out of the water. Yeah, they they kept that beach very very clean. Yes. you know, and they were definitely cleaning it. it. It's not like they let a big accumulation of seaweed happen. Um, but the water just it wasn't like crystal clear at all. Um, it was um, it was it was okay, but we only went to the beach one day because I just wasn't. Well, I went twice. Yeah. The second day, when I remember I went to when you were yeah. not feeling good, and there was more seaweed. The other thing I'll say also about the club level, when you get club level at resorts, is they also have a private beach section you can go to that's a little bit better than the regular part. Mainly what it is is the chairs are more, a little softer, a little better. This one here, they were better, but still, I don't think it was worth paying the extra money for overall, even though the, bit, the, the bitch, even though the <laughs> beach section was a little bit better than the where the people that the family section was. And we actually uh, walked down the beach uh, the the day that we went to the beach together. We walked for a long time. I don't know. Our, about a mile. Yeah, probably about a mile, um, which in, in beach mileage is actually a really mm-hmm. long way. And um, there was no place on the beach where the water was clear. No. It, it was like there were some places where it was clearer than others. So I guess at least... On that side of the island, um, it's just not not pretty yeah, clear we, water. Last, last year we went to LeBlanc. That was one of the nicest beaches, and mm-hmm. the water was a little bit better. In, in Cancun. Right. So we this time, since we had never been to Punta Cana before, we did an excursion. Yeah. So we did a, a four for one. So basically we did a buggy ride, a plantation visit, went to the caves, and then we got to swim in a cenote. What is it called? Cenote? 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 C-E-N-O-T? I think it was actually just a lagoon. It was like a lagoon, whatever. Yeah. Um, That was $99 a person. Yeah, and it was totally worth it. It was like five hours. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was a great excursion. So it, it started off with the dune buggies, um, which I don't know if I've ever even ridden in a dune buggy before. But I do have to say, I had my swimsuit on and not... Uh, an industrial strength sports bra. Yeah, you were a little bouncy. That was um, a little regretful because it hurt my boobs. And they took awesome pictures of us too. We got pictures of that. Basically, we got to splash around and um, 
they would go about 35 miles an hour. Yeah, it was like, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty fast. And then Rob is kind of an aggressive driver. And so we ended up like on the parts where it had water and mud. Um, we were the muddiest people that mm-hmm. got out of our dune yeah, buggies. That's why I did it. Yeah. And then the, then after we did that, it took us on a bus to a plantation where we saw them, uh, got the milk a cow. Uh, we, they you got to what? Milk a cow. It sounded like you said it, you got a mickle cow. I got a mickle cow. And then they showed us how they made coffee, and that coffee was mm-hmm. fucking delicious. It was good, yeah. So I think this plantation, I don't know if it's a real plantation. It seemed a little touristy. I mean, like, it's, it seemed to set up just for tour, tourism. Yeah, but I think they, they, were had, just, yeah, they were just showing how people did it before they became, like, big yeah. companies. Yeah, it was, like, definitely set up just for the tourism part of it. Right. But it was really interesting to see... Like, because they showed us how they process the um, coffee beans, how they process the cocoa beans. Um, the Oh, my God. We and they to, use everything. We got to test the hot chocolate or taste the hot chocolate. It was so good. We bought some of that because mm-hmm. it's the best hot chocolate I've ever had. Pineapple wine. Mm-hmm. So you would, and and um, what's it called? Um, Mama Wana. Mama Wana. So he was telling us that they take the... The coffee beans, they use everything of the coffee beans. And then the coconut, remember they said they take the coconut, they make coconut juice, they make coconut oil, they use the husk for paper. Mm-hmm. How they don't waste anything. Oh, and, they. I thought it was the sugar cane that they used oh, for Oh, the paper. sugar cane? It was sugar cane. So we got to taste hot chocolate. We got to taste hot chocolate with milk, with water. We got to taste the, they take pineapple juice and make it into wine. That was really good. I don't mm-hmm. even like wine. Yeah, that was good. So Mama Juana. That's is, like something they're famous for. Though. Right. So basically, Mama Juana is a, a red wine and made with red wine rum, and the real stuff is made with honey, mm-hmm. and they put it in a bottle, and they put tree branches in there. Yeah, it's like a certain plant. And yeah, I don't, a certain sorry, plant, I, don't I remember. remember what it's called. And when I, bought, when I was buying it, he said, it's three-step process for the woman. The first drink? No, he said it's three-shot maximum. Maximum. The first shot works on the head, the brain. The second shot works on the mouth. The third shot opens the legs. And we sampled it. It's pretty. It's pretty tasty, actually. It tastes kind of like sangria a little bit to me. Mm. It tastes like sangria. I don't. I don't know if I've ever had sangria, but I think if I had sangria, it would taste like that. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think you it can't really like taste the tree branches. That I think that like puts sangria. a lot of people off because you can see the branches in the bottle. Yeah. And they told us that they 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 make it in the bottle, and then you can do it three times in that bottle. You mm-hmm. just put it back. You make more, and then after three times, you throw it away because it loses its potency. So that was really that was probably one of the better excursions we've been on, besides Tulum. Yes, yeah, it was a, it was a good excursion just because we got so much out of it, and then we went. So after Wait, the one more plantation, thing. sorry, one oh, more thing. So just ahead. keep in mind uh, when you go on an excursion in the Caribbean, especially here in the Dominican Republic, uh, it was supposed to be four hours. But they they do whatever they want, so they stretch that out. Time doesn't. Yeah, so it ended exist. up being almost five and a half hours because they're like, okay, in five minutes we're gonna get on the bus. And it was twenty minutes later than we got on the bus. They're just like, whatever, they don't care. Yeah, so island time. Keep is that in mind. Totally different. Yeah, they told us four hours that ended up being like six. But it was it was really it was worth it. Yeah, it was. Yeah, totally fine. I mean, we were on vacation, so it's not like we had a you know another place to be. Or no, anything. we didn't. So um, after the plantation, then we went into a cave where we got to walk around in the cave. And it had bats in it. Yeah, it did have bats. Um, it was kind of gross to me. 
because there was bat poop. Well, you could smell in that one section where all the bats were. Yeah, but they're um, fruit bats, so they don't like mm-hmm. soft blood or anything. And then they had the they had the rock that was shaped like a breast that was supposed to be <laughs> fertility for men. Yeah. And then they had the other rock that was shaped like a penis that was supposed to be fertility for women. So some people took pictures of that. Yeah. And Hopefully then, we don't have kids. And then Rob and I held hands in front of this one rock where we're supposed to look at it for three seconds and then kiss. And that means we're going to be together forever. forever. Yeah. Well, for me, ever is short. So <laughs> I'll be together with you in my heart forever. Then we got into the lagoon. They took pictures of it in the lagoon. Then yeah. we walked back, and then, of course, you had to buy the pictures. And the pictures were actually so good. Yeah, they the, were. They, they were. Their, their photographers were, like, top-notch. So we were going to do, we do a photo shoot the next day, but since those photos came out so nice, we canceled that photo shoot. So basically, we would have spent the same amount of money anyway. Yeah. So that was really nice. Um, yeah. And so that was, like, the main thing we did because we, we only did the one excursion and um, most of the time we just hung out and the pool drank and hung out at the pool and this is the first time I went on I vacation. It didn't work out at all. Yeah. It didn't work out one time. Yeah. Well, I mean we walked, we walked but you yeah. didn't go to the gym and pump iron or anything. And, and another thing about going to resorts on vacation is um, you get to dress up for the dinners. Even though at this resort there wasn't one that was technically dress up, but we did dress up for that. Because that is part of it. Yeah. I like dressing up at night. And, and, and then another thing is, there's always going to be one bar at the resort that is the bar to hang out at. And sometimes it takes you a couple of days to find it. Like the one that we did in the lobby, mm-hmm. that was the best bar because the bartenders were more friendly. That the bar, When you go to a resort, you want the people that are working at the resort, especially the bartenders, to make it fun. Mm-hmm. Like you want them to take your picture. You want them to joke around. You want them to, to help you enjoy your vacation. So the lobby bar... They, that was where all the good bartenders were, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think they definitely put the best bartenders there. They made the best drinks. Oh, and they had a martini bar, um, too. It was kind of like off of the lobby a little bit, kind of like down a hallway. It was only open for a couple hours a day. And they Love made that one. Yes. really good martinis. And you get the same martini at the bar. It tasted different. You get at the martini mm-hmm. bar. It was awesome. Yeah. Martini bar was really delicious. What else, babe? Anything else? I got to read a book that I was supposed to read for book club like six months ago. No, just just uh, if you go there now, this hotel, this resort's a little bit older, so I don't know if the newer resorts are less humid in the room, like mildewy smelling. Um, but it always felt like everything was wet, like <laughs> yeah. damp. Yeah. You know? So it, it is. It's a very humid, very very humid climate and uh from what one of the employees there at the resort told us uh he was like don't come in august because it gets even worse he's like august is like terrible humidity so um don't go to the dominican republic in august but in june it's awesome even with the humidity mm-hmm. it was really nice weather i think there was a breeze every day mm-hmm. uh and then that's about it on the uh the only thing i didn't the only thing i don't like about going that far away when we go to Cancun, we can get there by 11 when you get the extra three or four hours if you can check in, but they let you go ahead and start eating and getting out the pool and stuff. Since the Dominican Republic is far further away, we didn't get there till 4.30, so I feel like we got ripped off a little bit. And we had to leave earlier. Than that. When we left, we left at 10. When we go to Cancun, we usually leave at 3. 
check out at 11. So you have another four hours to do whatever you want to. So I feel like we get an extra day going to Cancun. That's another reason why I like going to Cancun. Mm-hmm. But on the flight back, so the night, be- the night before we were leaving, Lena had a little stomach problems. <laughs> we were... <laughs> She I was do. really worried about the flat back if she's going to have to go to the bathroom all the time or not. But we made it back. <laughs> we no did. Issues. No, no issues. Thank goodness. Um, no issues. I, I was, uh, yeah, I think I ate something that may have disagreed with me. Well, yeah, they had a, so another thing I noticed there also is they must have really small, tiny chickens because <laughs> we got chicken wings at the, so they had, this place had a sports bar that was open 24 hours a day. And the first night we went there, we got, Chicken wings, onion rings, cheese sticks, and we got the platter. We got yeah. <laughs> Lena ordered the platter. Lena ordered the platter this time. The uh, mozzarella sticks were done on the outside, but cold in the inside. The onion rings was, were greasy, and the chicken wing was like a sparrow. Like one bite, and all the meat was gone, and it was so less meat on it that when they cooked it, it was basically just really dry and burnt. Yeah. And then on the buffets, they had chicken, and it was like. Tiny little bird chicken. It was just the smallest chicken I've ever seen in my life. They they were very very tiny. It was good. But they it were probably much meat on it. the way that chickens are actually supposed to be without hormones in it. Not all pumped up with yeah. hormones. Yeah. So other than that, it was it was a really good vacation. Yes, it was awesome. Like I I just um, yeah just got to relax the whole week and unplug and unwind and feel so much. We got better. to spend we got to spend quality seven days together. Mm-hmm. We did uh, nothing. We relaxed and we came back to our room at night and had a little drink and just relaxed and didn't have to worry about getting up in the morning. It was just, it's awesome. Yeah, so everybody to needs other. to try to do it. Yeah. Had a, a lot of sex. A lot of sex. Oh, you brought that up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, also, since Lena brought it up, uh, whenever me and Lena go on vacation, uh, I give her a special massage. But I'm always I'm always Sergio. So at this hotel, basically, I just knock on the door and say, "Hey, it's Sergio. I'm here for your in room massage." And I bring massage oil and everything, and like I we we play it up. And then Lena returned the favor the next night, and she knocked on the door. But I opened the door; she had an English accent. So <laughs> Lena was a masseuse in Dominican Republic with an English accent, and her English accent was awesome. And the funny thing is, the next day. We went to the pool, and the people sitting next to us were from London. And all I kept thinking about was Lin- Lena's English accent, how good it was, because she sounded just like them. Yeah. It was, it all, was those all those good acting job. classes in, in high school. Are you ready for my joke? Yeah, I'm ready. So did you, know that, did you know that light travels faster than sound? No. This is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for listening to us, you guys. If you, oh, you know what? I just realized that I pasted the notes from the last episode in here. So, um, thanks for listening to you, I'm gonna, uh, you guys. If you want any uh, tips on how to uh, schedule a vacation, or if you want to know where we looked, or if you want to know again where we stayed, email us at unchecked.af at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or if you want relationship advice, or if you want relationship advice. We can also be found at uncheckedbaggage.co. Also, let us know how you like the sound with one of us in one ear and one of us in the other. Yeah, Let us know about that. that. Yeah, and you can also uh, reach out to us on Facebook uh, at unchecked.af or our Twitter handle is at unchecked, B-A-G-G-A-1. 
or search for Unchecked AF on Instagram. And we're on TikTok. TikTok. Um, we just did a video, so we should have a new one up. Uh, it's uh, Unchecked Baggage, all one word. And uh, thank you to Jessica at jessiebcreative.com for our awesome cover art. And thanks to everyone for listening to Unchecked what's our, Baggage. What's our next episode going to be about? We talked about that earlier. Remember? Um, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Well, our right. next episode will be about something. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks. Bye.